Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wrestle, 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 hard, wrestle. And welcome back to Wrestling Mindset. Today we have a very special guest, the great Chase Pammy is with us. Chase, thanks for joining us. Gene, thanks for having me on, man. I'm glad we made this work today. So, busy day in Vegas out here. It's International Fight Week and Fargo's a week away and it's a hundred and a cool 105 degrees outside. Um... But no, I'm excited to get on here, man, and, and just kind of shoot the breeze a little bit, talk and and uh, and jump in. So let's uh, let's get after it, man. What what you got for me? <laughs> well, first I saw you had your cool sunglasses on, so I said if you're going sunglasses, I'm going sunglasses too. We're gonna have some fun. It's not 105 in New Jersey. It was close yesterday. A little bit cooler today, but 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 it's all good. So let's take it from the top. Let's talk about your your mindset, your philosophies when you were training. And then how that transitioned into coaching. Dude, what's crazy? I hear people say it. I wish I knew now what I what I wish I, I knew back then what I know now, you know? And and I think that's part of evolution of sports, evolutions of life, evolution of just humanity, right? Like every generation learns a little bit more and, and they're able to pass it on. And then the next generation is some of it they're going to fight, some of it they're going to take, some of it they're going to take and, and make it their own thing, you know? So it's, um, you know, that, 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 that's, uh, it's a fun part of, of like, when you think about this, you know, the, the, the whole journey of, of just, uh, learning, right. I, I, I value progress. Like I value process, you know, and I would say that's probably looking back as an athlete, the most successful times I had in my life or the most successful times I had in my life as a, as a, uh, as an athlete. Right. Um, I was, I was enjoying what I was doing. I was loving what I was doing. So, and, 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 and I was enjoying the process of getting better, right. Wins and losses are, are part of it. Um, but I think when I was at my absolute best competing, um, there, there was a lot of enjoyment and fulfillment in what I was doing. And what did that come from? You know, for me, I value family. I value close relationships. I value 
um, even the athletes I work with now or the, you know, or when I was an athlete and I was working with coaches as I valued, you know, relationship and family, I loved the, the idea of being able to fight for somebody else. So that was super important for me to know when I was, when I was competing, um, to be able to kind of create that, 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 that atmosphere and that team of people. Um, and I would say later on in my career as a competitor, um, understanding the value of, of, of effort, right. Effort over, um, you know, effort over results, right. Because they, results don't always tell the story. Sometimes they do, but they don't always, right. You can have a, you can have win a, a match and still had a terrible effort, right. Let's, let's say it's a guy that, Hey, maybe, maybe you beat them four to two in a wrestling match. Um, but you were just hold on, you're wrestling tight. You weren't, you weren't wrestling with excitement out there. You were wrestling with something to lose. You know, in my mind, from an effort standpoint, that's, that that's there, there, there's something off there, you know? Um, but then there's times where you might lose matches, but your effort was on, uh, your, your effort was on. And I'll never forget coach Slay, one of my last years competing, I lost, um, in the, the semifinals of the world team trials, four to three. And I remember him coming up to me after that, like, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of how, how, how your effort in that match, it wasn't, you, you didn't win it, but your effort. And I'm over there kind of like pouting and pissed off that I lost and, and had to come through the backside and all this kind of stuff. And, and uh, you know, so it was, uh, it, it's a moment that I look back on in my career now, like, man, okay, now I get it. Cause I'm a coach. So, Flip that over to coaching now. I try to really emphasize the um, the process and the progress that it takes to get to wherever you're going. And every athlete's a little different. I have some athletes in my gym that, hey, they're going to be state champs. Some, they're, they're, some athletes that are just trying to make the team. Some athletes that are just trying to, you know, trying to be Fargo All-Americans and world team members. So everyone's kind of on this own journey and helping them understand that, Every journey is a little different, right? And there's a process no matter what. There's no easy way to success, but you've got to value the, the, the process and the progress that you make along, along the way because now you're evaluating things in real time. When you're just evaluating results, you know, um, and, and wins and losses, black and white, win and lose, that's such a small tail of the whole tape, right? It's a small piece of the pie but when you are able to look at the process and everything involved and the progress and the ups and downs, now you're really talking about getting to the, the meat and potatoes and, and, and being able to, um, you know, being able to, to make the necessary adjustments. Right. So does it make sense? A little bit of a long ended, long, long, uh, long winded answer. No, it's on point. I, th I think you're dead right about that. I mean, you know, I got so tired of wrestlers. Anytime I asked them, how did, you know, how did the weekend go? How did the tournament go? They either tell you, if, and you probably see this too, whether they won or they lost, what the record was, what the score was, what they placed in the tournament. That doesn't tell you anything about how they competed. That's exactly what prompted me to create the match evaluation so they could evaluate themselves based on effort, attitude, aggressiveness, actually things that are somewhat in their control. Because right. you, you could, the score doesn't tell you anything. The place doesn't tell you anything. Yep, exactly. And and even with youth kids, I, I, I know you see this a lot, right? I'm sure you work with youth kids and parents. And one of the things I try to teach the youth parents, right? Like the youth kids 
you cannot evaluate your kids performance just on purely wins and losses because now you're dealing with even so many other factors size strength sometimes some kids are cutting a bunch of weight some kids aren't um you know you're, you're dealing with just experience some moves just work when you're young kids that don't work when you're older right so trying to help parents understand that this process this game that you're in um you got, you got to look at the whole piece, you know, and now that I get to work with my high school athletes, I treat them very much like the professional athletes um, I work with because it's interesting, right? We see professional athletes as sometimes larger than life, uh, whether it's UFC fighters or NFL players or hockey players or whatever that might be. And it's when you step back and humanize them a little bit, right? You're actually in the, in the heat, in the fire, um, which I've been able to do as, as I've worked with professional fighters is you, you, you professional athletes, you, 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 you kind of humanize them a little bit, um, and, and see like, okay, they're real people that have the same struggles. I mean, I have, I, there's people I work with that have the same struggles mentally that my high school and middle school kids do. It's just, they've learned how to manage it. They've learned how to make the necessary adjustments very quick, where you still have a maturing mind um, that, 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 that's going through it. Right. So, um, but yeah, I, 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 I fully, um, I, 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 like I said, man, I fully value that piece of, 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 of just wrestling mindset. Like you said, the, the match evaluation, you know, that's been a big piece for our kids. I don't even ask the question anymore. Like, Hey, how did it go? Cause I know what I'm going to get. The question I ask a lot of them now is, and I, and I cut them off at the pass. Hey man, how, you know, how did they go? What do you need to get better at? And I ask them fast. I'm like, don't tell me who won or lost. I want to know what can you get better at? Right. Or what did you do really well? Now, now they're thinking, you know, they're thinking evaluation versus result. Right. And, and I like to prep them with that ahead of time going in. It's like, Hey, you know, at the, after this competition, I'm going to be the one guy, I might be the one guy in your life who doesn't ask you about the record, the score, what happened. All I care about is I want to hear you answer in terms of effort, attitude, and aggressiveness. So when I talk to you next, I won't be asking you how you did. I want to know how you competed, right? So it's right. like getting them prompted for it. I think that's good. And I also like what you said about you're, you're, you're dead on right again, where the high-level athletes, a lot of times they struggle with the same things the elementary school kids struggle with. It's just maybe they've gotten stronger, better technically, but it's like they haven't improved those different mental muscles, which is why it's so important. We tell people you really want to get, you really want to start doing your mental training young because you could fix a lot of these things on the way up rather than, you know, you're just improving your speed, your technique, your strength. And some guys are a little bit more talented than others. So they could be really nervous or, or not bounce back from mistakes as quickly and they could just force their way through it. But sooner or later, the rubber meets the road. You had a guy who's just as talented as you. And now, you know, you need to have all of those mental muscles built up just like the physical muscles and, and, and techniques. Right. And, and, and you know this, the higher up you go in, in any sport or any realm of life, I love when people say there's levels to this game. There's levels, right? There's levels to business. There's levels to, you know, there's levels to wrestling. There's levels to strength and conditioning there's levels to it right um but i but i but i love that uh you know i love that idea that kind of as as you go up in the levels the 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 minor like the the more detail 
orientated you kind of have to get. Like the little things, yes, they're, they're they are important when they're young, but the discipline to do them are a little bit, you know, they're a little bit harder to to encourage kids to do that. But the little details, when the more and more you go up in, in sports and in those levels, the, the games are lost in those in those in those those minor moments. You know, that the matches are won and lost in those minor details, right? Um so it, it never, it never, it never does, it never does go away. I was just talking to a guy in the sauna, kid that wrestles in college. Um, today we were just talking about you know guys training at the at the UFC and, and and guys training in college, right? And 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 some of the like some of the similarities, like some of the some of the differences of it all, you know. But I was telling him again, I was like, hey man, the 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 boring things are what win, right? The boring things, the details that you don't want to fix, like that you learn when you're five years old of like, hey, why are our elbows not in when we're taking a shot and our elbows are out? I still see high school guys do it. I still still see professional athletes do it, right? Um, why are our elbows not in? You know, something that we learn when we're little. But that little, the, 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 the monotonous detail and adjustments, the, the, the monotonous training and, and, and fixing those little monotonous details that you've been adjusting all your career and, and, and still have to continue adjusting. Right. It's, it's not a, that stuff never goes away. You there's, you know, just cause you go up, you gotta be constantly aware. Peyton Manning. I, I remember, I loved hearing him talk about, um, he loved, he grew to love the monotony. He grew to love the days where it was like, it was the monotonous day to day, consistent things that I did. Right. That I grew to love. And it was the day-to-day monotonous things with the little adjustments that I had to make every day that I, that I like, I grew to love, you know, and that always stuck with me as an athlete, you know, and now even more so as a coach is not jump, not always jumping all over the place, but Hey, consistency, it's consistency for a reason, right? Everyone always says it, but easier said than done, right? The time is now to take your mindset to the next level with Wrestling Mindset. Make sure you go to our website, WrestlingMindset.com, and sign up for your free trial session today. Don't wait any longer. You want the mental edge right now. When you sign up for the free trial session, you're also going to get a copy of our free ebook, Building the Predator Mindset. This book has helped thousands of people build confidence, relax under pressure, get motivated, and build mental toughness in wrestling, school, and life. Make sure you sign up for your free trial session today. Right, staying, staying the course exactly. There was just that Michael Phelps video that was all over the internet recently where he talks about how he kept his training routine straight through the whole year, didn't take any days off. You know, I think back to also Tiger Woods when he was, he was at the top of his game, man, and he was, and, the, and he was working on his swing, like changing his swing. And, you know, people were saying, why is he doing that? He's the number one play in, player in the world. But he knew he could be better. Even even these guys at the top of their game, they could be better. And, and you relate it to wrestling. It's like a one-point match. Anything could have made the difference. Anything, your sleep, your nutrition, your mindset, your technique, any little aspect of your technique, anything could have made the difference. So you do count change. You have to. And, and uh, the world's constantly changing, right? People are constantly adjusting. So if you're not, when you're on, when, so... I, I always say this, there's, there's two kinds. So winning and losing, yes, you're winning and losing, but both require management. 
just because you win, I would say as an athlete, man, it took me crazy enough. It took me a while to understand this, that um, just because I win and get to the top of the mountain doesn't make it any easier. It gets harder and harder to do. And I think I really struggled as an athlete understanding that. And that's why I personally wasn't able to keep the mountain for long periods of time, you know, and I never was the guy typically on team USA. I wasn't the number one guy, but all of us are at kind of different levels of the mountain. Right. But winning and losing both require management, both require evaluation, both require um, feedback, both require thoughtful reflection. Right. It's, it's not that it's not like you just got there and, and, and it's all done. I live in Las Vegas in a city that is ever evolving and ever, ever, ever changing. Why? Because it's a tourist, it's the tourist capital of the world, right? So you always have people coming in from all different parts of the world and all different, you know, all different states and countries. And the hardest thing for me about living in Vegas is I constantly see every year parts of my childhood taken away, whether it's a small business or a restaurant that I used to go to or a hotel that I really love driving by that just reminds me of being a kid. But I under from the, the emotional side, I get heartbroken. But from the business side, I understand that the world's constantly changing and constantly evolving. So Vegas being a place that there's a lot of money that runs through Vegas, there's a lot of things that drive the economy here. And that's that's tourism and 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 people's wants and needs. And so Vegas as a state, as a city is always adjusting. And so I kind of, that, that kind of always relates to that as an athlete, right? That like, there is these constant minor minute adjustments that are, that are always having to take place to keep up with how quickly people are evolving. And nowadays with social media, with YouTube, with Instagram, with TikTok, with, you know, everything like the available technique that's out there and, and mindset stuff and diet stuff and, and this and that, I mean, the, the, the evolution of knowledge is faster than it ever has been before. So the development of kids, athletes, professionals, it, I mean, you're, you're talking about incredible, like development and growth, you know, growth very fast. So you've got to be in the, in, you know, in the game, understanding how to, um, how to make adjustments uh, within the process and, and, and adjust what you're doing, just like you're talking about Tiger, Tiger Woods. Right. Right. And, you know, having all these resources so available to us, and I know there are a lot more people doing mindset training than ever before, but still it's, it's not enough. I mean, I'm always looking at it. Like you have to be going to a wrestling club. You have to be working on your strength training. You have to be working on your mindset. It's just a part of the, a part of the sport. What do you think are some of the reasons why people don't do it and working on their mindset? And then how should they be approaching it? Um, you know, the, 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 taking the bull by the horns and looking at this as a part of their training. What would you say with that? Uh, you're muted. Muted. I think it's cultural. You're seeing the change now where, right, like older generations and, 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 I, and, I, and I kind of, I'm, I'm careful how I say this, right? But older generations get tough, get through it. You just push through it. You grind through it. You, right. You, you do what you need to do. I walked up, I, I went to school. I walked up hills both ways. I didn't complain about it. I didn't talk about my feelings and issues. So that's a generational thing, right? Now you have a lot more of this, especially 
like not even our generation, but the generation after us, Gene, right? That's talks a lot about mental health and it's okay. It's not so taboo to talk about, right? I work with Cody Garbrandt. You know, I have a couple fighters, but his first fight back that I worked with him a couple months ago, one of the things he really opened up and talked about a lot in camp and openly was just his personal life, his divorce, his, you know, what he went through, everything that he did go through, right? And there, there, there's freeing things and kind of talking about um, struggles. I, I learned from a young age, the church I went to, talked about the importance of processing through your emotions, whether it was journaling and talking about it or it was meeting with somebody and talking about it. So I've always, um, not that I don't have issues, but you know, we all have mental issues and different things, but I always thought there was a lot of value in just being able to talk about things and talk things through and, and get, um, you know, get feedback from people. So I think that's becoming more culturally appropriate and, and wrestling is kind of falling into that line, but maybe kind of take that to the wrestling side. Wrestling is also a blue collar sport, right? So you, you know, a lot of, you know, again, OG blue collar, like it's, it's put your head down and grind. You don't say anything, right? Like you, you, you kind of push through and wrestling has this thing, right? That if you're not successful, if you weren't like necessarily like maybe a successful wrestler, sometimes people don't respect you, right? Like to get the respect of people, you got to have, like, that's just how we look at it as a sport, right? You look at other sports and coaches, like some of those coaches weren't even that great of players, but they, you know, whether it's NFL or, or, or NBA or whatever, NHL, they might not have been the, 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 the greatest of the greatest, um, but they're great coaches and they, they win NBA championships. So they win NHL championships, right? But wrestling has this weird thing where we don't trust somebody sometimes unless they've kind of been through the fire. They've been through all of it. Even me as an athlete, dude, I was so stubborn for a while before I actually went and, and, and did even any kind of sports psychology, right? And I know wrestling mindset, sports psychology, a little bit different, but, 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 but in terms of just meeting with somebody and talking with them and getting more tools and adding tools to the bag, man, if I could go back sometimes, you know, for what I said at the beginning of this conversation is one of the things I wish I did a little bit more was just add a little more mental tools to my bag. Cause I was a little bit of a head case as an athlete, man. I, I, I struggled, you know, I really struggled and, and which I think now has made me better as a coach that I can kind of relate to athletes on different levels, you know, when they do struggle mentally. And if I can't provide the right tools for them, Hey, we need to, you know, we need to, we need to, you know, we need to do wrestling mindset or we need to, you know, maybe talk with a sports psychologist or, Hey, you're really struggling like in life, like, it, Hey mom, you know, it, it's not, it's not, it's not a bad idea for you to meet with, you know, psychologists just to talk through things. There, 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 there's healthiness in that. Right. I think human beings are made to talk about, you know, what's going on and it helps you process. Absolutely. It's just, it's, it's one of the aspects of the sport. You want to cross your T's and dot your I's. I mean, the, the reality is there will come a day where you'll, where you'll wrestle your last match, like any, any wrestler. And then after that, you're always looking back and you're saying, did I do everything that I could? And the answer is almost always no. 
<laughs> but I look back to my career like, hey, this was something obvious that I was missing. And that's that's kind of a bummer because you can't get that back. But like you said, like like you, like all great coaches, they try to give their athletes what they wish they had. And, and kind of like we went through it. So now you don't have to go through it out there. So that's that's big. Now, now talk now, yeah, talk about where where can people find you? How can we send more people your way? I moved back to Las Vegas, so I've been here for for a couple of years now. Most people know that I left uh, U Penn Wrestling in in 2020, um, coaching there. Moved back smack dab right when COVID started, um, but I started Gold Rush Wrestling Academy out in Las Vegas. Um, we've got a couple locations out here. We've got a location up in north northern um, California um, as well. Um, but whenever you're in Vegas, you can stop by, find me on Instagram at Chase Pammy, um, and also follow along with the Gold Rush journey um, at Gold Rush Wrestling. I love it. I used oh, to one more. Hold on. I got one more. Go ahead. <clears throat> I got a fun TikTok. So you guys got to follow me on TikTok. I, uh, I, uh, I, I think, I think I'm putting some good stuff out there. We just, I Our see. video today almost got about a hundred thousand views. So we're, we're, we're always, I'm always trying to have fun on there. And the kids, uh, when I'm at tournaments now, a lot of kids come up to me and they're like, Hey, you're the, you're the TikTok guy. They don't even know my name anymore. They're just you're the TikTok guy. I'm like, yeah, TikTok guy. I don't have a name. So <laughs> I love it. All right. So make sure we'll make sure we throw that in the show notes on video, but awesome stuff, Chase. Thank you very much for, much for joining us. I, I, great information there. That's really solid. And I think it's going to help a lot of wrestlers. We appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely, Gene. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. And a Gold Rush, I mean, as a 49er fan my whole life, at least growing up as a kid, I wrote Gold Rush on literally everything. I remember back in, what video game was it, Madden? Where to unlock the all-time teams. If you wanted to get like the 60s Packers, it would be, you have to plug in a pack attack for 70s. You type in Steel Curtain, you'd get the Steelers. 1980 was Gold Rush for the 49ers. So all right. Cool. I'm a Dallas fan though, man. The reason I chose Gold Rush, interesting, interesting enough, most people don't know this. Nevada produces more gold than any state in the country. Nice. Even more in California. That's so that is, that is a good fact to know that I did I did not <laughs> I don't even watch pro football. I watch Notre Dame football. But good there stuff. Go. <laughs> thank you very much for joining us. We'll talk to you soon. All right, Gene. Thank you. Right. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.